Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have His Grace, Sri Vas Ras Bihari Prabhuji from Hyderabad. Today Prabhuji will uh, enlighten us on, the, uh, on Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, Canto 5, Chapter 3, Verse 20. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, please take over the call. Yeah, Hare Krishna. Am I audible? Yes, Prabhuji. Yes, Prabhu. Okay. Uh, thank you all very much for giving me this opportunity. Uh, so, uh, I have been requested to speak on Srimad Bhagavatam, 5th Canto, which is entitled Creative Impetus, Chapter 3. Uh, Rishabhadev's appearance in the womb of Meru Devi, the wife of King Nabi. Uh, wife of King Nabi, yes. And this is text 20. Hmm. So, as usual, uh, I'll just try to recite the verse. This verse is not uh, in the perfect meter which we generally recite in our uh, classes. But still, I will, as a matter of fact, I will give a try. Uh, so, this is... <coughs> Varhishi Tasmin Eva Vishnudatta Bhagavan Paramar Shibhi Prasivito Nabhe Priya Chakir Shaya Tad Avar Dhyone Meru Devyam Dharmam Darshayiti Kamo Vata Rasananam Shramananam Rishinam Urdhva Manthinam Shuklaya Tanu Avatare Tanu Avatare Okay. So we'll see what word meaning. Barhishi in the arena of sacrifice. Tasmin that Eva in this way Vishnu Datta. O Maharaj Parikshit, Bhagwan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Parama Rishivi, by the great Rishis, Prasaditaha, being pleased, Nabhe Priya Chikir Shaya, to please King Nabhi, Tad Avarodhayane, in his wife, Meru Devyam, Meru Devi, <coughs> Dharman, the principles of religion, darshayitu kamaha, desiring to exhibit how to perform, vatarasanam, of the sannyasis who have almost no cloth, shramananam, of the vanaprasas, rishinam, of the great sages, urdhvamantinam, of the brahmacharis, Shuklaya Tanuva in his original spiritual form which is above the modes of material nature Avatatara appeared as an incarnation Translation O Vishnu Datta Maharaj Parikshit the Supreme Personality of Godhead was pleased by the great sages at the sacrifice. Consequently, the Lord decided to personally exhibit the method of executing 
religious principles as observed by brahmacharis sanyasis vanaprasthas and grahasthas engaged in rituals and also satisfy maharaj nabhi's desire consequently he appeared in the sun as the son of meru devi in his original spiritual form which is above the modes of material nature papat when the supreme lord appears or descends as an incarnation within this material world he does not accept a body made of three modes of material nature sattva guna rajoguna and tamoguna mayavadi philosophers say that impersonal god appears in this material world by accepting a body in the sattva guna shila vishwana chakravarti thakur states that the word shukla means consisting of shuddha sattva Lord Vishnu descends in his shuddha sattva form shuddha sattva refers to the sattva guna which is never contaminated in this material world even the mode of goodness sattva guna is contaminated by tinges of rajoguna and tamoguna when sattva guna is never contaminated by rajoguna and tamoguna it is called as shuddha sattva or sattvam vishuddham vasudeva shabditam that is a platform of vasudeva whereby the supreme personality of godhead vasudev can be experienced in bhagavad gita shri krishna himself says yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharatah abhyutta nam dharmasya tadatmanam srajamiham whenever and wherever there is decline in religious principle religious practice o descendant of bharata and a predominant rise of your religion at that time i descend myself unlike ordinary living entities the supreme lord is not forced by the material modes of nature to appear he appears dharmam darshayitu kamam to show how to execute the functions of a human being the word dharma is meant for human beings and is never used in connection with beings inferior to human beings such as for animals unfortunately without being guided by supreme lord human beings sometimes manufacture a process of dharma by concoction actually dharma cannot be made by man dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam bhagavatam 6 canto 3 chapter 19 verse dharma is given by the supreme personality of godhead just as the law is given by the state government man made dharma has no meaning Shrimad Bhagavatam refers to man-made dharma as kaitaba dharma, cheating religion. The Supreme Lord sends an avatar to teach human society the proper way to execute religious principles. Such religious principles are bhakti marga. As the Supreme Lord himself says in Bhagavad Gita, Sarva dharman parityaja manekam sharanam raya. The son of Maharaj Nabhi, Rishavadev, appeared on the earth to preach principles of religion that will be explained in fifth canto fifth chapter of the fifth canto thus ends the bhakti vedanta purport of fifth chapter uh, fifth canto third chapter of shrimad bhagavatam entitled vishabadev's appearance in the womb of meru devi the wife of king nabi we'll start with uh, prayers om agyanati mirandasya gyananjana shalakaya चक्षुर्मीलिता तस्म श्रीगुरव नम
श्री चैतन्य मनोभिष्टम स्थापितम येन भूतले स्वयं रूपा कदा मह्यम ददाती स्वपदांतिकम वंदेहम श्री गुरो श्रीयुता पदगमनम श्री गुरून वैष्णवांशा श्री रूपम सागरजातम सहगन रघुनाथान वितमतम सजीवम साद्वैतम सावदूतम परिजना सहितम कृष्ण चैतन्य देवम श्री राधा कृष्ण पादान सहगन ललिता श्री विशाखांतांश हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधु दीनबंधो जगतपते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमस्ते सप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानु सुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रिय वाचाकल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिताभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैता गदाधार श्रीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा सो एम वेरी हैप्पी टू बी अमंग्स ऑल ऑफ यू वंस अगेन टू डिस्कस भागवतम एंड दिस पर्टिकुलर सेक्शन वेर वी आर रीडिंग फिफ्थ कैंटो सुखदेव गोस्वामी महाराज इज कंटिन्यूइंग द जीनियोलॉजी इफ वी आर टू से ऑफ वेरियस पीपल हु आर बॉर्न इन द साइकल्स ऑफ मनु लाइक दैट नाउ आई डू नॉट नो वेरियस वेरियस ग्रेट पर्सनैलिटीज कम इन बिटवीन मनु and uh, agnidra i don't know if they might be like something like grandsons or great grandsons but it appears that these are all descendants of manu only <clears throat> now king agnidra had a son his name was nabhi and uh, nabhi got married to a uh, princess we can say like that uh, her name is meru devi now uh we see in this particular section when nabhi desired to have children uh he first executed tapasya hmm, along with meru devi so in the previous verses we see that uh, nabhi and meru devi together execute austerities and also they they engage brahmanas in performing various sacrifices for the gain of Uh, attaining a son mm-hmm. so uh, generally in the purusharthas which is called dharma artha kama moksha this kind of purusharthas it is very much stressed that you should have a son mm-hmm. every uh, male personality or every family for that matter uh, should have a son so that he will deliver you from uh, various hellish conditions in case you end up landing on there so generally you will see that it is not uncommon that kings generally desire a son mm-hmm. so now the king has a responsibility also apart from just enjoying uh, the family relationship of having wife having children he also has a responsibility that uh, i should give a uh, rightful hire for my kingdom 
so uh, the desire the kama or desire of the king is purified by the attempt that he makes by raising the child in a very religious way so that he becomes a rightful higher for uh, the kingdom hmm. so nabi ha- also had such desire that i should be get a son but see uh, this uh, varnashram dharma uh, can i ask everyone to mute because i feel that there is some background sound if everyone of you mute it becomes very uh, easy uh yeah i think now it is better thank you very much so nabi also had a desire that i should beget a son but his desire was not stolen away by maya you know nabi did not just got engaged in uh, sexual activity for just begetting children and you know let me have a son he had a very well thoughtful plan that okay i will ask from supreme lord uh, to please benedict me with a son son like you in the past also it was not uncommon you see dasharatha maharaj had this desire to have a son uh, you will see uh, there were other few kings also uh, prishni garba and sutapa they also desired to have a son uh, that uh, atri rishi and uh, uh, atri rishi had also had a desire to have son so in this way various uh, personalities had this desire to have son hmm? but the common factor for everything is that you will see that even before begetting a son they execute austerities they do uh, you know uh, penances austerities to beget this uh, beget a child hmm? so now uh, having executed a sufficient amount of rituals in terms of sacrifice hmm? the supreme lord is pleased here and in few previous verses shukadev goswami uh, describes about how that king nabi uh, saw the supreme personality of god at face to face and having seen supreme personality of god at face to face supreme personality of god had benedicted that because you have done uh, austerity because you have executed a uh, sacrifices very nicely and you are all truthful you are know, all qualified so so in this way i grant that i will be born my plenary portion will be born in the womb of meru devi uh, uh, who is wife of nabi nabi son of agnidra hmm? so having spoken thus after some time when there is the right time uh, supreme personality of god had execu- uh, ex- uh, the pro- prophecy which supreme lord told got fulfilled that she appeared so now generally as we have been discussing any incarnation of lord will have this uh, stay you know mission of yada yadai dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata abhyuktanam adharmasya tadatpanam sajamyam paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya ch duskritam dharma sansthapanarthaya sambhavami indiye every time krishna appears it is uh, to be understood that he appears with a mission hmm? so uh, like for example when he appeared as lord rama uh, he wanted to establish the highest standard for a human being hmm? as to how dasai uh, lord rama is called as maryada purushottam maryada purushottam means 
all the kinds of formalities all the kind of uh, uh, daily uh, or what is the, all the kinds of relationships how to deal with them has been perfectly established by rama how to be a ideal son how to be a ideal husband how to be a ideal king all these things lord himself shows for people so that the people will follow hmm? it is not that lord is forced to you know exhibit all these things out of karma hmm? so uh, krishna says in bhagavad gita uh that i am not bound by any karma name karma falasruha so in this way supreme lord does not have to do any of these activities but he does so so that he can teach people so the best example we can come across is that when a small child learns a b c d in india at least we have a slate a slate in the sense that it is retractable board so small child keeps on writing a and when small child is not able to write a particular alphabet correctly the teacher comes and holds the hand and along with that student the teacher also writes a so the teacher does not need to have write a b c d because you know the teacher knows a b c d very very well nobody needs to teach uh a teacher how to write abcd but the teacher does so because by seeing this the other the student will learn hmm? so by looking at lord ram uh, so many people learn uh, uh as to how to behave in a situations where uh, uh what do you say where there is a test hmm? like uh, uh for example when a father Uh, gives an order to a son that you know you go uh, to forest for 14 years hmm? the son readily accept the instruction hmm? so lord ram is by his own example he is teaching how one should be protective about wife hmm? if somebody misbehaves with you uh, or your wife what kind of punishment he deserves so lord ram is teaching that hmm? lord ram when he goes to uh, his gurukul huh? he was doing menial services mm-hmm. so he wants to teach that even if you are born in a very rich family it is very important that you be humble in front of your guru mm-hmm. so we will see that all these great kings you know, are very passionate very uh, what do you say uh, very uh, very much driven by pride but they are humble when uh, they come in front of their guru mm-hmm. So in this way every personality has to learn from the activities of the supreme lord hmm? in fact krishna at one point of time in bhagavad gita says that even i am engaged in uh, occupational duty just for the sake of teaching hmm? so here supreme personality of god had also in the form of rishabhadev uh, now uh, rishabhadev is considered as shakti avesh avatar of lord hmm? so shakti avesh avatar of the lord particularly teaches uh, one or two particular aspects few aspect of supreme personality of god hmm? so now uh, in this particular words few things which prabhupada has brought out in purport is that uh, dharma what is that uh, dharma darshayati kamam exhibiting desire to show what is principles of religion hmm? 
So now Prabhupada is explaining that the principles of religion are enunciated by God. Nobody can concoct a particular type of religion. Just like Prabhupada gives in the state, there are some rules and regulations. We ourselves cannot concoct that this is the rules and regulations. A very simple example, like you know, in India if you are driving either two-wheeler or four-wheeler, you are supposed to keep on your left of the road. If somebody suddenly says, no, 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 uh, some uh, Samaj, you know, in India there are so many Samaj, Vaishya Samaj, Brahman Samaj. If one Brahman Samaj comes and says that, okay, we are Brahmanas now, now we will decide a rule that whenever we drive the vehicle, we will drive it on right side. So he will be put under the bars, even though he may feel that, okay, I have created certain rules. Hmm? So similarly, the rules of human society are given by Lord. For example, the Supreme Lord says that these four all, uh, you know, uh, sinful activities, hmm? that is meat eating, illicit sex, intoxication and gambling. Lord says that these are all sinful activities. Now just for the sake that, you know, say one country hmm, comes up with a law that, you know, in our country meat eating is all right. It is not illegal. Hmm? So, people will think that just because something is illegal, it may be, uh, if something is not illegal, hmm? people may think that it may not be immoral also, people may think like that. Hmm? Like for example, so many countries, uh, they feel that, you know, drinking wine is not illegal, you can drink wine. But just by making it uh, legal, you cannot erase out the fact that it is immoral. So people will be punished, if not in this life, next lifetime God will punish because it is God's law. So in this way one should understand that what is dharmam. And here in the Bhagavatam 6th canto also, dharmam to shaksha bhagavat pranitam. So all the rules and regulations which a human society is supposed to follow is to be ordained by Lord. We should find out from scriptures what is the rules and regulations. So, in this way, when we understand dharma from the Supreme Lord Himself, when He is practicing it, then we can easily execute it because we know that this is right. So, dharmam to shakshat bhagavat pranito. Dharma is something which is given by Supreme Lord. And any other dharma is kaitava dharma. Dharma prochita kaitavatra parmo nirmat saranam satam. So the Bhagavatam rejects Kaitava Dharma. Kaitava Dharma means anything that is not properly, legally ordained by Supreme Lord. Hmm? So there are so many types of religions. Hmm? If you uh, go to uh, study of religions, now uh, almost like, you know, if I am not wrong, more than 1300 to 1400 religions are there in this planet. Hmm? And not everyone follows Bhagavata Dharma, which is the highest Dharma. Hmm? So all other dharmas which do not try to teach love of God is called as Kaitava Dharma. Hmm? So this Varnashram, specifically Rishabhadev, has appeared to preach Varnashram Dharma. Uh, Brahmachari, Sanyasis, Vanaprastha and Grahasthas, the rules and regulations for them. So this Varnashram Dharma is also so much so that beneficial to human society as much as it develops uh, Love for God. Hmm? 
ಫಿಲಾಸಫಿ one of the argument which i present is that uh, when you open bhagavad gita hmm, you read from the bhagavad gita it clearly says bhagavan uvacha means the supreme personality of god it said hmm, but you go to any other non sanatan dharma oriented religion hmm, you will see that prophet said or this prophet said that prophet said hmm, there they will never hear Uh, get to hear that the supreme lord directly said very rarely you will see one or two lines that you know supreme lord said or something like that hmm? so that is the reason why sanatan dharma is more authentic because the religious texts are directly based on supreme lord not by some you know some priest or some prophet hmm? like that so we can be sure that this is what directly supreme lord wants from us so this is one aspect of the purport another aspect which in the beginning uh, prabhupada has established is that the incarnation of lord is beyond the material modes mm-hmm. so some of the enlightened discussion you will see when uh, supreme lord also appeared in the form of varaha mm-hmm. so varaha is the incarnation of a pig mm-hmm. or any other animal so generally human beings are uh, considered uh, to be in the better situated in terms of evolutionary understanding or in, a, in terms of modes of material nature but the other species you know, especially the lower species like pigs dogs and hogs they are considered to be in the mode of ignorance mm-hmm. but when varaha dev appeared it is described that the lord varahas body was completely transcendental although externally it looked like as if it is of a pig mm-hmm. so this is why we should understand that the supreme lord does not appear in a uh, normal way as krishna says in bhagavad gita uh, 4.6 if you just read uh, 4.6 krishna tells ajopi san avyayatma bhutanam ishwaropi san prakritim sam adhishthaya sambhavami atmamaya sambhavami atmamaya aya means i appear through my own internal potency so how can we understand that supreme lord's uh, appearance is transcendental that you know varaha is you know transcendental it's not uh, born out of material modes so we can clearly see that when varaha appeared uh, uh, the size of varaha uh started with like a thumbnail size so hmm? but then it grew to such a huge size of as much as being able to lift a planet on the task hmm? so varaha had this task which is also known as shranga huh? shranga means an animal horn is called as shranga hmm? so varaha had two tasks and uh, when uh, supreme lord also appeared as uh, Uh, first one is meena uh, meena means uh, 
fish and supreme lord appeared as fish that is also considered as shuddha sattva incarnation so in the fish incarnation also we have seen that how uh, in the hands of satyavrata muni the size of uh, this fish kept on increasing unlike other animals of that species so in this way we can establish that the incarnation of lord is shuddha sattva Uh, it's not it's transcendental it is not does not belong to three modes of materialization hmm. so uh, varaha had uh, these two horns hmm, and he kept on increasing his size that's why one of the name of lord varaha is mahashringa hmm. or even uh, for that matter uh, even uh, uh, matsya incarnation is also considered as mahashringa because uh, uh this mina incarnation had a horn so this horn by the help of vasuki a boat was tied in which satyavrata muni uh, spent uh, the night of brahma's dissolution and he kept on offering prayers to this matsya avatar so in this way uh, these avatars are transcendental so prabhupada speaks about that he says shuddha sattva and this is indicated by a word called shukla shuklam tanuva means the body uh, tanuva uh, means body shukla means transcendental body hmm? shuklam tanuva avatatara hmm? so in this way uh, all the incarnations of the lord are transcendental hmm? so in this way supreme lord accepted the prayers of meru devi and nabhi and he appeared as rishabadev so you will see in the further chapters also rishabadev also gets married and rishabadev begets 100 sons and of the 100 sons there are various people who were considered as brahmanas were considered as kshatriyas were considered as vaishyas like that so in this way we can understand that uh, these activities of supreme lord Uh, can be understood from the bhagavatam so one of the subject matter of bhagavatam is also this man uh, 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 various discussions about various incarnations is also there hmm. so in this way uh, the supreme lord appeared and appeared to execute religious principles hmm. so these are the two important factors uh, uh, to guide the uh, uh, humanity in terms of executing religious principles hmm. so this is one of the activities the supreme lord does hmm. uh, we see that supreme lord sometimes does and he sometimes sends his devotees also uh, to establish religion hmm. so you will see in bhagavad gita uh, krishna speaks about gives example of janak maharaj hmm. janak maharaj also just attain perfection by perfectly executing religious principles so this is how uh, supreme lord appears he teaches human society the proper way to execute religious principles now uh, in the kaliyuga uh, if we read bhagavatam in kaliyuga uh, all these other dharmas hmm, may not be really fruitful fruitful in the sense that they may not give the desired result to the faithful executors as dharma would have done Uh, for a practitioner in other ages hmm? like for example somebody who perfectly follows the dharma of a king uh, 
uh, he would have got uh, what do you say a benediction of going to sargaloka hmm? or somebody who uh, gave uh, followed the exactly son of a dharma by doing pindadana samskaras uh, they would have got result of uh, getting their ancestor delivered from uh, pitrulokas hmm? so in this way every execution of dharma uh, would uh benedict the practitioner of dharma in a particular uh, way mm-hmm. but in kaliyuga this all these dharmas uh, are not so manifest mm-hmm. because dharma uh, because kaliyuga uh, is the age of faithlessness mm-hmm. so for that age also supreme lord actually appears to uh, teach human society the proper way to execute religious principles mm-hmm. and that incarnation is in this yuga is of chaitanya mahaprabhu which you will see in fifth canto uh not fifth canto uh, 11th canto uh, krishna varnam tasha krishnam sangopangastra parshadam yagye sankirtanai prayeh yajanti hi sumedasha so sankirtan yagya is a dharma of the living entities in kaliyuga hmm? So now in the Kaliyuga also none of the people were able to follow the uh, regulations of Varnashram Dharma. Hmm? Why? Because it's very simple. Uh, for example, if we say uh, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. Uh, nobody is truly a Brahmana because Brahmana is completely detached from materialistic propensities. Hmm? so he will be uh, satisfied uh, satyam dama samasausham shanti margam mevacha gyana vigyana vastikyam brahma karma sabhavaja so uh, none of these quali- or any of these qualities is not fully manifest in brahmanas hmm? so that's why uh, the uh, var- uh, varna dharma of brahmana will not give desired result even if somebody is uh, trying to uh, perfectly execute it hmm? because Uh, he will not be able to do it fully hmm? so similarly kshatriyas hardly we see in this time and age uh, when a kshatriya uh, lives up to his spirit of fighting and he lives up to his spirit of uh, truthfulness hardly anybody you will see hmm? and most of the population you will see that are interested only in the external aspects of vaishya and shudra hmm? actually vaishya and shudra in varnashram system also earns money or works hard for the sake of supreme lord or they offer some portion of their reserve to the supreme lord but hardly anybody is doing that in this age of kali mm-hmm. so prayah prayah means mostly everyone is like shudra mm-hmm. or lower than shudras mm-hmm. so in this way brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra uh, they are not getting their desired result similarly brahmachari grahastha vanaprastha and sanyas mm-hmm. so tell me in this kaliyuga who is the one who is strictly following the regulative principles of a brahmachari who is following strictly the regulative principles of a uh, grahastha who is following completely the strict rituals of vanaprastha uh, not to speak about sanyas hmm? so chaitanya mahaprabhu was such a great sanyasi that uh, he would uh, not even allow women to come clo- in the closer presence of his presence hmm? Uh, so in this way uh, the varnashram system had very uh, stringent rules and uh, it may not award a desired result 
if you do not do it perfectly. Mm-hmm. So in this way, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has seen that in Kali Yuga, the Varnashram system uh, is a failure. Failure in the sense the practitioner of the Varnashram system is a failure. Varnashram system is not failure. Varnashram system is, a, uh, is ordained by Supreme Lord. Chatur Varnam Maya System Guna Karma Vibhagasha. But the practitioners are failing in terms of executing Varnashram Dharma. So that's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given more uh, importance to what is called as Yuga Dharma rather than Varna Ashram Dharma. He gave more precedence to Yuga Dharma. So what is Kali Yuga Dharma? Kali Yuga Dharma is Nama Sankirtanaha Yajnya Sankirtanahi Prayaha Yajantihi Sumedaha So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to us, he taught us how to do Sankirtan Yajna. So Sankirtan Yajna means you bring a few uh, devotees along your side, come together and chant Hare Krishna. We in Krishna Consciousness Movement, we don't want to do that solitary uh, chanting, Nirjana Bhajan, sometimes referred as Nirjan Bhajan. Nirjan Bhajan means no person is there at your place and you are doing Bhajan. So, uh, Bhakti Siddhal Saraswati Thakur was very much against this Nirjan Bhajan. He says that if anybody does Nirjan Bhajan, he is just cheating himself or he is trying to cheat others. So, Sankirtana means you should call people. If you are staying at your house, you call your neighbors. If you are staying in the temple, call the people who are visiting the temple and tell them to chant Hare Krishna. So, the same thing is applied that a Supreme Lord appears to teach a dharma, this Yuga dharma is to systematically count and chant Hare Krishna. Sankhya Purvaka Gana Nanamidhibi. All the Goswamis learned from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that Sankhya Purvaka Gana Nanamidhibi means that to maintain a minimum count, like how we do 16 nouns of Hare Krishna. Sankhya Purvaka Nanamidhibi. Haridas Thakur, this is 192 rounds. Bhakti, uh, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's many followers chanted one lakh names, 64 rounds. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur chanted 64 rounds. So in this way, dedicatedly chanting Krishna's name and uh, inviting others to join. This is called as Yuga Dharma. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also appeared to establish this Yuga Dharma by his own example, by his own example of going on speeds. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, if you see... Uh, a well-known poster of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is on the streets of Navadvip Dham. There is Advaita Acharya, there is Gadadhar Pandit, there is Srivas Thakur, there is Nityanand Prabhu. All of them are on streets. And everyone on the street, every onlooker is participating by chanting Hare Krishna. So this is the Yuga Dharma. Hmm? So this Yuga Dharma also has to be understood by our devotees. Hmm? Sometimes uh, devotees get into feeling that uh, Yuga Dharma is of chanting Hare Krishna, we just chant Hare Krishna when we go to temple or we are at home. Hmm? But that is not sufficient. You have to go out on streets. That is Yuga Dharma. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was out on streets. Nityanand Prabhu was out on streets. Haridas Thakur was out on streets. So that when you do Yuga Dharma, hmm? that is the time when we get strength. So, uh, in my life, I got few uh, association of few devotees uh, who were Sankirtan devotees. Sankirtan devotees means uh, uh, they go out on bus, uh, 
or there is two or three dedicated members who will sing and there are like five to six people who will take the books and go and meet people. So when you do Sankirtan like this, you know, meet new people on the streets, that is the time when you get nourished in Krishna consciousness. So just like, I uh, will give you an example. Now there is a plant, there is a tender creeper. The tender creeper gets nourished when you put water on it. Right? Uh, if you put some honey on the uh, root of the tree and say that honey is also liquid and it is very nourishing to human beings, the tree also should get nourished. It doesn't happen. Hmm? The tree needs water. So similarly, when you do yuga dharma, that is the time when you get strengthened in Krishna consciousness. Hmm? So yuga dharma is to invite others. Hmm? So by establishing temples, actually, uh, we uh, uh, kind of, in one sense, uh, make it easy to perform Sankirtan. That you know, you have an avenue for calling the people. Definitely, it is there. But apart from that, we should also go out. Hmm? Uh, go out on streets, take Mridanga, Kartals, and chant Hare Krishna. Hmm? So, this is the Yuga Dharma which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come to taught us. Hmm? So, uh, maybe I can just quickly summarize a few aspects that we have discussed. Uh, first thing what we have discussed is that the Supreme Lord's appearance is not material, it is Shuddha Sattva. Uh, Supreme Lord appears to establish Dharma. Hmm? That is, Dharma, dharma Sansthapanarthaya Sambhavami Yuge Yuge. So, Dharma doesn't mean a concocted religion or uh, a religion formed by some group of people or a country. Hmm? Dharma means what Supreme Lord speaks. Hmm? Uh, we have seen examples of various other peoples who have incarnated Supreme Lord taking various incarnations uh, to teach uh, religious codes and conducts. And then we have also seen that in this age of Kali Yuga, how Supreme Lord establishes that in the form of uh, appearance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So uh, this is what I thought we will discuss uh, in today's Srimad Bhagavatam class. In the next few chapters we will see the characteristics of Rishabhadev, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Uh, we also see that even though he is Supreme Lord, he goes to uh, Ashrama and lives under a Guru and later on also by the blessings of the uh, superiors he gets married and he begets say hundred children and uh, slowly slowly you will see how he handed over the kingdom and he practiced uh, uh, mysticism for achieving the Supreme Lord. Hmm? So sometimes uh, uh, you will see that Rishabhadev executed extreme austerities Mm-hmm. which uh, uh, can be executed uh, for those people in the other ages, not in Kali Yuga. Mm-hmm. So even now there are some classes of people who are uh, deviated followers of Rishabhadev and they think that the practices which Rishabhadev taught is also applicable in Kali Yuga and they simply waste time in uh, torturing their body uh, and uh, uh, remaining naked and all that kind of austerities. Hmm? Of course, so that was applicable at that time of uh, cycle of yugas and that's how what Vishabhadeva appeared and taught. Hmm? But however, in uh, our uh, Kali Yuga, Nama uh, Sankirtana is the Yuga Dharma. Hmm? So with this, I would like to conclude today's discussion. 
anybody has any questions or comments about this you all can please ask hare krishna hare krishna prabhu ji dandavat pranam thank you so hare much krishna. it was such a wonderful class and you summarized it very well prabhu ji i requested all the devotees please go ahead and ask if you have any question please go ahead and if anybody have any comments please hari krishna prabhu ji madhavat pranam to you shri prabhat ki jai guru maharaj ki jai so uh, prabhu ji you mentioned that uh, thank you so much uh, wonderful class you mentioned that <clears throat> whenever uh, krishna came like he came as uh, you know to devaki and uh, vasudev so he came in 400 form then also like fish incarnation became very big uh, you know so when we read today's purport it says uh, in the translation that he came to uh, but maybe this question is for for something which uh, maybe for the future but uh, because i'm not read ahead but it says that uh, he appeared as a son of meeru devi in his original spiritual form which mm. is above, above that's true it's above the mode of material nature because krishna is not in the mode of material nature right so uh, we we as human beings are and even the uh, other uh, devtas some of them are but uh, what is the form that uh, you know uh, he appeared to uh, nabhi what kind of form was that because we know about krishna his 400 form but what was mm. that form and was it also uh like a uh like uh, even for lord ram right uh, who is uh, non different like you can say from krishna i mean is incarnation mm. from krishna only so mm. did his form also appear different like uh, krishna or uh, was it like uh, his was normal like a baby with two hands and you know can you okay. just clarify all okay. this little bit thank you hari krishna fine fine so generally what happens when uh, supreme lord appears not takes birth you know of course whenever he takes birth also it is appearance only we can use the terminology but when nabhi was performing austerities uh, the supreme lord appeared in front of him it is described so in the previous verses i have not seen uh, that there is a description of supreme lord like sometimes when we see when dhruv maharaj are in front of gajendra or in front of others when supreme lord appears there is description the lord had eight hands lord has uh, all these weapons in his hands but uh, uh, for what i understand from this reading of this chapter that uh, supreme lord just appeared you know they said that the uh, what it is said uh, this is 5 3 uh, 15 16 17 or somewhere if we see this is sri bhagwan uvacha so when the bhagwan appeared uh, the priests were worshiped by navi bowed down to the lotus feet of the lord so the lord has appeared where does the lord say uh, dear lord so dear lord uh, we may now remember your name so i mean i have not seen that there is description of form of lord so when there is no description of the form of lord generally lord comes in four hundred forms the form which you will see on the cover page of ishopanishad uh, that shiro dakshay vishnu generally that is the default appearance but when now lord has appeared as a son of rishabadev 
then he will have generally human features. Now, why Supreme Lord generally has human features? Because he wants to teach to human beings. Like Lord Rama had 200 forms because he wanted to teach to the human beings. Krishna also had 200 forms because he wanted to teach to the human beings who have two arms. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also appeared in 200 forms because he wanted to teach to the human beings. Right? So, when there is a teaching element added, uh, he generally will be in 200 form because this is the way people will learn. Hmm? Just imagine you have a teacher who has four hands. You know, 90% of the stress goes in seeing somebody who is having four hands. Right? So, uh, Supreme Lord when he appears to teach, so we can understand that Vishabhadev had two, two hands in normal form. But the form of Lord which appeared in front of Nabi need not have 200 form. That is a generally 400 form. Or the Shiro Dakshai Vishnu form of Lord. So this is how generally Supreme Lord works. Is this okay? Uh, Prabhuji, uh, <clears throat> just uh, one elaboration like you, uh, I'll just repeat so I can understand. He comes in uh, 200 form when he has to teach. Yes. But then he's coming in 400 form when? What did you say? Uh, when, when, Lord, uh, when devotees pray for him, you know, it is just an appearance or to give benediction or to protect an enemy like, you know, to kill Hiranakashipu or to protect Gajendra, like that. But when he is coming to teach specially Varnashtam Dharma or uh, when he wants to, uh, when he wants human beings as his followers, right, Anucharanti, if he wants human beings as to do Anucharanti, then he comes in 200 form. But when he comes to kill a demon or it is a very short incarnation or it is just an appearance or giving benediction, he will come in 400 or different forms. So then also in the Bhagavad Gita he appeared in the, I forgot the name, that form which is universal form? Yeah, universal form was, uh, was having a specific purpose that was just to uh, assure Krishna, uh, Arjuna that I am Supreme Lord. Okay, so uh, then also when uh, Lord is showing 400 form, that is also the same thing, right? I mean, he's showing some kind of supremacy. Supremacy. That I am born, yes. I am born like that, but when he wants to teach, then he will transform himself to 200 form. So when he was, okay, so when he was in the jail, born in the jail, uh, you know, uh, he came at 400 form, right? But yeah. he himself didn't transform into 200 form. It, yes, was, uh, it was Devaki who said, please request. Uh, yeah. So, Correct. how come that uh, Krishna didn't understand that desire? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Krishna understood the desire that Devaki wanted a normal human-like child. But yes. he appeared in 400 form just to assure Devaki that oh. I am Supreme Lord and for, uh, for me there is no fear from Kamsa. Oh, but, just to be assurance, okay. Huh, but we, Krishna saw that Devaki was overwhelmed with Vatsalya. Vasudev was not overwhelmed with Vatsalya. Vasudev was fully conscious that Krishna is Supreme Lord and now I will obey his instruction. But Devaki became overwhelmed with motherly affection and that's why Devaki was crying that if Kamsa comes to know that you are Supreme Lord, he will try to harm you. But she was not understanding, Are if he is Supreme Lord, how will he get harm? So the Vatsalya Bhav covered Devaki. So then hmm. to reciprocate with that Vatsalya Bhav, then Krishna transformed into small baby. But all the times Vasudev 
was fully conscious that he is supreme lord although he is transformed to two handed form now he is telling me to do something to transfer me from here to there I will do because I know that he is supreme lord so Vasudev was properly established in Tattva whereas Devaki's Vatsalya Bhav covered her knowledge of supremacy of lord like that Yes, Prabhuji, in connection to this, there's one more question. Like, you know, sometimes we hear that Lord appeared. Sometimes, like, for example, in the Krishna book, it is described that, you know, when uh, Devaki was pregnant, then all these demigods were throwing flowers and her body was very affluent. So he was mm. there in the womb, but he mm. came, like, not normal. Like, I mean, uh, in the sense that how do we understand that, uh, you know, when Krishna came, uh, you know, sometimes he's just appearing and sometimes it's like, not like, you know, there's a union between uh, husband, wife and the baby is born. Mm. It's, it's not like that, right? Mm. So why does he yeah. show different, different ways? Sometimes he's appearing in the womb. Sometimes he's yeah. suddenly appearing. Uh, why yeah. is that so? So it is all desire of the devotees. Like Navi mm. wanted a son. So he acted as a son. Whereas uh, Hiranyakashipu uh, was not willing to see any form of the Lord like a child or something. You know, it, it, Krishna reciprocates with the desire of the devotees whom they whom uh, they have prayed for. Like Krishna and Sutapa prayed that I want son, I want son, I want son. So based on that desire, Krishna appeared. But for those places where that kind of specific desire of a devotee is not there, he can appear anything like Narsimha. Uh, there was Prahlad Maharaj never prayed to Narsim, uh, Lord Vishnu that you come in Narsimha form. Like that. Hmm. So it all depends on the, uh, what do you say, devotees desire how they want to see Krishna. Like that. Yes, but he came in that form because, uh, you know, all these benediction that he asked to superpower that benediction, right? Like, yeah. you know, day and night and. Not in the yeah, that, is, that is yeah. that is uh, secondary. Like you know, Hiranyakashipu putting that condition is secondary to the Lord. Then Lord thinking that uh, Brahma has given him this benediction. So let me respect the word of Brahma. He is not put to the conditions by Hiranyakashipu. His hmm. Lord is bound because Brahma has given him benediction. Not Hiranyakashipu has asked such prediction. Like yes, yes. Just to keep the, yeah. you know, because uh, Brahma is also a devotee. I mean, you know, yeah. he's a... He's Brahma's a position. Like, yeah, you know, position. if Supreme Lord violates Brahma's position, the followers of Brahma will feel that, okay, should we worship him or not? We see that his benedictions are not working. <laughs> like that. But Prabhuji, when we hear of the case of, you know, uh, Lord Shiva, when, mm. uh, see, I'm not very good with names, but I remember stories like uh, when this benediction was given to this person who said, uh, whoever he keeps the hand on, mm. right? So won't mm. lot of people who are worshippers of Lord Shiva and uh, mm. demigod lose their trust saying, oh, we've been worshipping Lord Shiva and see, you know, Lord Shiva, mm. uh, you know, given such a benediction where he himself wants to, uh, yeah. uh, you know, run after him and, uh, and uh, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, so, why, that's, why, yeah. that's why Krishna says, Kamai Sesar Rita Jnana Prapadyanti Anya Devata. <laughs> hmm. That's why Krishna says that those who go to demigods, their intelligence is not completely purified. They cannot understand what is the position of demigod and what kind of benedictions they can offer. Yes, yes. Okay.
Thank you so much, okay. Prabhuji. Thank you for Thank clearing you so up. Much. But Prabhuji, I'm sure maybe others have question too. Please don't go away if you have time. Yeah, yeah, no, no. no. I, I, I mean, I have time. I generally keep my time on till 7 p.m. So if you have questions, you can okay, ask. Okay. Thank you so much for the uh, for the answers and also for questions. Hare Krishna. Sorry for the for the for the class and the question answers. Thank you very much, Father. Hare Krishna. Yes, anybody has any questions? And please ask. 